Well, I realize it's been a long time since you all have heard from me, and since then I've gotten two tapes from you all. Um, today is the 8th of December, 1983. It's about quarter to two here. Things are quiet at the house. The girls are still at school, and Trey had a holiday today because it's Italian holiday. And but he's taking a nap now, which is nice. So I figured I would have some few minutes here before I started work on my Christmas cards that I'd tape a little while. So I made notes here of things to go over. Tape one and tape two and go over stuff. First of all, let me say though, I mailed you all a package. Or did I mail you a package? No, I mailed your Christmas package to grandmother so that, you know, you wouldn't see the customs tag. And in it are presents for you all. Um, present for Bill, present for Booty. I also sent the cookbook you wanted for Aunt Agnes' mother. I also sent <coughs> a cookbook for Aunt Tina and the girls to share. So I figured whenever somebody goes over there or whatever, or if you want to send it to them, um, that's for them. I had planned to give the cookbook to Aunt Agnes myself, but if you want to give it to her as a gift, that's fine. I'm also going to include with this tape a check for $25 for you to get grandmother a gift certificate at Gafer's or wherever you think she might go and buy something. Like you said, you know, she's <coughs> really difficult to buy for and can only give so much stationery and flowers and <laughs> grease pans for the top of the stove. Remember that was the big thing when we were kids. She always wanted one of those little flat metal things for the top of her stove. But I mailed those off. Well, you've probably gotten, I think Grandmother wrote and said she'd gotten it because Shelly has gotten theirs. And I mailed them all about the same time. Uh, I also mailed you yesterday, Mother, uh, the wood inlay you wanted for Uncle Chuck. And it was $30. It's a nice big one, though. It's pretty. And um, I mailed you the little alabaster box you wanted. So they're in two separate boxes. One was sent Pal and the other was sent Sam. Uh, wood inlay was too big to send Pal. So I sent it Sam. Hopefully it'll get there. The fella said it may, it may not. Um, so they'll be looking for those. We have received three packages from you all. You said your packages were marked one, two, and three. Well, we received, let me, hold on, let me go check to make sure. Okay, we received packages marked two and three with Christmas things in them. We also received a past small package that was sent PAL that had Lauren's book bag in them. The other package number one that has the strawberry shortcake things in them has not come. And uh, let's see, I got those, when did they come? In the middle of last week? It's been over a week ago, I guess, that they came, or about a week ago. And uh, package one still has not showed up. But hopefully it will get here soon. Um, 
I have not gotten my Sears order yet. I ordered from Sears back end of October, beginning of November, and it's been a good six weeks, I guess, and it has not come. I ordered some things for the children. You know, I had a last year my Sears order didn't get here till about mid-January. I ordered it, I think, the first week in November. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Uh, also in the package I sent, y'all's package that I sent to grandmother, were the four angel plaques she wanted mother, and also some Mozart candy, and some candy I bought at the French PX that I thought you would enjoy. Um, about the scout equipment at Penny's, um, yeah, I knew you had to order it. You know, we have the Penny's catalog. I can order it through the Penny's catalog, but I just thought that might be something idea for you to give the girls was to order them the long sleeve shirts. I don't know what you sent them in the way of long sleeve shirts to go with their outfits. Our PX had a few in, but I didn't buy them because I don't know what you sent. So I'll just have to wait until after Christmas and see. So the girls have been wearing their short sleeve shirts and wearing a sweater with their uniforms. Okay, I've made notes here for from tape one. Uh, thanks for the recipe you sent. Shelly had given me a recipe similar to that, I think. I think if I recall, I think I made it once and it was a disaster. It didn't work. But I'll try it and see. I haven't really started my Christmas baking. The kids and I did make some, um, some of the sugar cookies that we decorated. and did that earlier this week. We had planned to make them over the weekend because Susan had a mini piano recital Saturday afternoon. Three of the little girls she takes with are going back to the States this month. And so Mrs. Writings was going to have a little recital so that these girls could play and then, you know, have some refreshments afterwards. So we were going to take the, um, make some sugar cookies, but it, the recipe, it said it was Susie Oberthaler's recipe. It's in the cookbook. It said you didn't have to chill. Well, we tried to make them and they just wouldn't do. So I ended up chilling them for a couple of days because I didn't have time to get around to them. So we finally made them early this week. But next week, I'm hoping once the Christmas cards are out of the way, I can get down to doing some baking because there are really a lot of people I want to take goodies to this year. I want to have that as my presence to all my board members on the OWC and also give it to my officers in the um, chapel. So um, haven't done much of my cooking. Um, you said Daddy had been painting. You know, I bet he wishes he had five dollars for every time he's painted that house. He'd be a rich man. I was under the impression, though, the window sills had already been refinished. Um, seems to me that he had done those not too long ago. What had happened to him? Um, I had forgotten that St. John Lateran, uh, the monks there make the Benedictine. I had forgotten that we had gone down there and bought Benedictine. In fact, I'm not really sure if I remember it now. Jim did, but uh, I didn't remember it. I will be going down to Rome again the end of February, and I guess I will get those papal blessings that Aunt Agnes wants me to get for her kids. And uh, I don't know if I'll get out to St. John Lateran or not. We do have a free day. But I don't know what we'll be doing on that free day, probably going to the papal audience and shopping. I don't know what else we'll do. But our conference this year is the last week of February into the first few days of March. I think I may have told you I've already been asked to direct the choir again for the conference. 
so I'm going to be doing that. However, this year I don't have to pick the music out. Last year I picked the music out too, but the girl who's organizing the conference said she was going to go ahead and pick out the music, and she would send me a tape of what they wanted um, sung and everything so I would could learn the music. So that should be interesting. It's getting good experience. Um, you talked about your scripture lessons. I wish we had some things like that. I really wish they had a, some type of adult education class while CCD is going on on Sunday morning because it really is kind of a, a yucky time. Jim lots of times stays in and works and he'll bring the kids home, but lately we've been keeping just one car in for one reason or the other, and so we hang around waiting to bring them home and go to the library and hit food lane, you know, things like that. Practically everything's closed on post, but those two things, the club is closed. has been closed the whole month of November, and it's, I think it's scheduled to reopen on the 16th of this month. They've been redecorating it and, um, I don't know, putting in new air conditioning systems and new doors and windows and just giving it a big facelift, so it has been closed. So we haven't even had that, you know, go over there and have brunch or whatever. But normally, anyway, if we were going to have brunch, we'd wait until the girls got out of CCD and then go over afterwards. Um, has Father O'Hara left yet? Um, hopefully, you know, this new priest will be better for you all. I had thought you had said, though, that he was retiring. Is he retiring or is he going to a, another parish? I've been real pleased with um, the priest we have now, Father Logue. I think I told you about him before. He's an old Irish fellow, 59 years old. Um, a real nice individual, very pastoral, uh, very nice person. Um, he doesn't seem, though, to be real decisive in a lot of ways, you know, he goes around asking everybody's opinions about everything before he does things, which, you know, I guess is good, but sometimes I think you might could carry it to extremes. It's always, well, what do you think? You think we should do this? What do you think? A uh, far cry from, I think, Father Baker, who was more authoritarian and, you know, had a lot of programs he wanted to push through and everything. This priest seems to be more pastoral and everybody likes him. He's gotten a lot of people back to church that, um, you know, hadn't been. Of course, Father Bakel, I guess, got people back, too. You know, with a new priest, you're always going to have people come and try him out to see if they like him. But uh, I've been pleased with him so far. He seems like a really nice, holy-type fellow. And he'll be retiring after his three years here. But we've had him... I think I told you we had him over for dinner, and he told me before he came, he said, if you try to impress me, I'll never come back. <laughs> and then, you know, I felt like I ought to burn something. It was interesting to hear what you said about the break-ins were down and crime seemed to be down in Mobile. Um, you know, last, was it, not this past summer, but the summer of last year in 82, we had a rash of burglaries in Terenia. You know, somebody tried to break into the Schultz's house, and. Camilla woke up during the night with one of the kids and he scared him away from outside trying to get in and somebody broke in the Oberthaler's house and uh, people woke up one night and the burglar was in their bedroom and there was a rash of, just a rash of break-ins. It got to be where any time I went out, 
the house to go somewhere, I hid my jewelry. And um, I almost felt, you know, every time I opened that door, I thought I was going to come into a break-in. But we, I haven't heard of any break-ins. Oh, the Hiddles got broken into that summer. That was the second time they'd been broken into since they'd been here. And uh, the DeLucas got broken into. But uh, I haven't heard of any break-ins. Didn't hear of any this past summer. So maybe the things have slacked off. Um, I didn't know Cecile Odom had a baby. We said it was, what, 12, 14 months old. I didn't realize she'd had another one. Is this number three or number four for her? And I was amazed when I saw her last time. She looks more and more like a mother every time I see her. She's going to probably end up with the same big pot belly and, you know, hunched over and everything. Just amazing, like, just like her mother. Um, I'm glad that you were able to get Kristen's cake up to her via Margot. We got a, a letter and a Christmas card from her. I guess it was uh, Tuesday. And she said the kids are real cute Christmas cards. You open it up and it plays Christmas. It's got some kind of battery operating thing. It plays Christmas carols, three different Christmas carols. And she sent a real cute note, as usual. You know, it was funny. She's, she writes funny letters. And we always enjoy hearing from her. Um, let's see, I'm reading over the things that you wanted. Okay, I got the alabaster box. It was five mil, which came out to about three dollars. Well, no, he, he gave me 10 percent. I got, got it for 4,500, so it's about three dollars. The wood inlay was 45 mil, um, which is 30 dollars. The wicker magazine rack, I will pick you up at the last wicker sale. We're scheduled to have one around the end of March, beginning of April. That is, if I get someone to run it. Sylvia has done the last two, but I want someone to take it over who's going to be here next year to do a couple of them. Well, Sylvia is still here to help her. We need to break somebody in. And I told the ladies yesterday at the board meeting, if we don't get anybody to take it over, we just won't have another wicker sale. And the oval tablecloth, I really haven't been anywhere to find one. I haven't been to a market in a while. It's been getting kind of cold to go to the markets. Um, I did look at the bazaar. They had some, uh, somebody selling tablecloths, but I didn't see anything in the yellow and the, the green that you wanted that I thought was pretty. Um, I think the Wicker Magazine rack is around, I want to say $12, 12 $13. You know, we're getting a super deal on the lira now. I just heard today that the lira is up now. It's the highest it's ever been. It's sixteen fifty to the dollar. And of course, I bought it and paid rent last week when it was sixteen thirty-two. But uh, it's you know really doing good. Of course, prices keep increasing too, but I don't. They haven't increased that much to where they have wiped out the gain of the dollar. So uh, we're really getting a good deal for our money now. Oh, and I remembered what it was what, when you said Sylvia sat at another table. And why didn't she sit with Bob? Well, what happened was when we went to this thing, there were like five American couples there, I guess. Let me see. Mounts, La Posada, Schultz, Wondrosix, and us. Yeah, five American couples there, including the La Posadas, and then all these Italians. And... The colonel wanted it to have a couple sit at each table, the Italians. 
one American couple per table. Well, Sylvia saw that there were five, there were six people tables. She saw five Italians sitting down there and they didn't have any American with them. So she went and sat down with them. So consequently, Jim and I were just sitting with one Italian couple and there were two empty seats. So Bob came over and sat with us. So that's why Sylvia was not sitting with Bob. And then it was real funny as we started talking, the Italian couple there mistook me for Bob's wife, which I thought kind of interesting. Uh, and then after that, they mistook me for Bob's wife. They told Jim how young he looked. So I, <laughs> I got a little offended there. Um, you were saying, you know, how good it is to have the lodge here and not have to go into a hotel and pay the expense of a hotel. Well, we still have to pay to stay at the lodge. It's $30 a day per room, and we would have one room. But uh, it's, it's a little bit cheaper than the hotels. But you have the convenience of um, being there on post. Plus, you have a refrigerator in your room, which is nice, and they have washers and dryers there at the, um, the main area where you check in, and they've got a kitchen there also with the uh, stove and uh, refrigerator. So it w it's just convenient. In fact, all the people we know that are leaving this month or have left have s checked into the lodge to stay because the Army pays 10 days, uh, what they call TLA, uh, which I don't know, temporary leave, something, or I don't know what it means. But they'll pay you 10 days for you to have your family in a hotel on getting into a place and leaving from a place while you're in the process of moving or, or clearing. Um, you said something about you didn't know Susan could type. Well, she can't, but she has this typewriter she got um, oh, a few years ago for Christmas. And it's a pretty nice one. And uh, every once in a while she pulls it out and, you know, pecks away at it. Uh, the World Magazine, I don't think that um, they run them, they won't run them concurrently. Every magazine I've ever gotten, that I've gotten two subscriptions of, it's been consecutively that they've run the, um, the magazine. Now, Susan did get a, a World a couple weeks ago, and she just got one. And I looked at the um, subscription label, because normally it'll say when the subscription expires. And it had nothing that looked remotely familiar. So I don't know when her subscription expires. I would assume now, though, she's got a subscription for two years since both you and Lee gave it to her. Um, pleased to hear that Daddy's going to work on that job after the first of the year. I think it'll give you something to do, Dad, get you back out in the world and learn some new jokes so <laughs> you can pass them on to us. <laughs> uh, enjoy the Irma Bombeck's Halloween column. You uh, read, Mother. We get her here, but I don't. I don't normally read her. She, her humor, it's just, it's kind of far out for me. Um, it's, you know, not true to life type thing. It's too far out to be true to life. I would like something funny and, you know, true to life, but hers are, are too weird to be believed. Okay, then tape two. You were talking about, um, our, both our tapes made it there in five days. Well, I don't know about tape one. I didn't check it. But tape two, we received the 29th after it was mailed on the 22nd, so it took seven days. 
uh, and it was a bad tape, so I'm going to throw it away. The um, I had to get the voice faded in and out, and I had to get right down there with my ear almost next to the tape recorder and um, listen to it. Uh, I'm taping right now on our recorder that I just got out of the shop. We'd forgotten, well, I said we, Jim, had forgotten about it. Um, I knew it was there, and I kept expecting him to go back and check on it, and he had forgotten about it. But I don't know what, never did find out what was wrong with it. It cost $17 to get it fixed, and I just picked it up yesterday. So now I can give the kids back theirs that uh, I had been using. And I don't know if it's a tape or the tape player, but when I was checking this tape at the beginning, you know, doing my one, two, three, one, two, three type thing, uh, it sounded a little strange. It didn't sound real clear as though a new tape player that just got fixed should sound. Then I have another one, too, that's got some tape stuck in it I've told the man I would bring back. I would have done it today when I went into post, but they're closed because of the Italian holiday. All the Italian concessions are closed. Um, so from tape two, I didn't realize Lee collects music boxes, but I think she's got a wood inlaid one. I think we gave her one last year. I think that's what you said on that. Uh, I'm glad you sent the car for Trey. He will really enjoy that. Little Bobby Hall has one. And whenever we're over there, he's always fascinated by it. Uh, I'm trying to find him a motorcycle now, and the PX doesn't have one. And he, the only thing he's really said he wants for Christmas is a motorcycle, you know, a little play motorcycle. We bought Bobby one, Bobby Hall one, when we were in Heidelberg uh, for his birthday, because his birthday party was the weekend we were in Heidelberg, and we missed it. So we brought him this little motorcycle back, and I should have bought two of them when I was up there, and I didn't do it. Um, you asked about the effects of the earthquake. Well, we didn't feel them, but uh, people in the area in Livorno and Pisa did. Um, I guess they were just in the spot or whatever that they felt it or something rattled or whatever, but you know, we didn't know that they had one at all. It was, it was that slight. Thanks for getting all that strawberry shortcake stuff for me. I, I assume it will get here before Lauren's birthday. I uh, haven't decided yet what we're going to do for a party for her. I uh, really just haven't talked about it. Uh, she's told me kind of what she wants on the cake, but I had already bought her the strawberry shortcake napkins and plates and cups. And we were, I saw them either in the PX several months ago, or yeah, I guess it was our PX. And, you know, when you see something, you grab it, because if you go back, it won't be there. So I went ahead and bought him when I saw him because I knew that's what she wanted. Um, we really haven't heard much about You talked about the day after. Uh, of course, I've read what the papers have had to say about it and um, editorial page, but of course no one here has seen it. Uh, surprised to hear what you were saying about Little Flower School had gone all black. You know, it just, I guess I'm shocked really every time we come back to Mobile to see how much it's changed and you just kind of expect things to stay the way you remember them from when you were younger. It's, it's always a surprise to find things have changed. Uh, and then you talk about Joan of Arc closing and, and St. Mary's, I'm sure, is all black too. And uh, it's just just always shocking. You just, you just always think things will stay the same. But I realize, you know, the neighborhoods change and whatever. 
and then I've got down here Penny's catalog scout things and I already talked to you about that and I guess that's all on my list and on the other side of this page is stuff I need to talk to Lee about if I ever make Lee a tape which I need to, to write her or make her a tape or something okay now that I've covered everything in your tape I am perusing your letter here to see uh, what's in it um, Anything I need to comment on? Oh, you asked me about the embroidered quilt for the beds. Well, how big is the quilt? Is it like trays that it just sits on the top of the bed? Or does it hang down over the sides, you know, like halfway down you could use with a dust ruffle? Because if it's just big enough to sit on the top of the bed, I it's really not what I need for their beds. I need something more or less that, you know, that would hang down maybe a good six to eight inches and that, you know, you could use a dust ruffle with. You know, that would be nice. Um, you talked about Kristen and John and Ann coming and uh, who all, and all the people you had, Agnes Mildred, Booty Bill, Chuck, Grandmother didn't come, talked about Thanksgiving. Okay, so I guess I can fill you in on our news now. Well, you knew Lauren broke out with chicken pox. Uh, when did she get it? Around the three-day weekend there in early November. And about the same time she was coming down with it. Well, she broke out with it on a Friday night. That's right, yeah. That was the three-day weekend. We had been to the furniture places Friday and came home Friday night, and she was broken out. Okay, she had a bad case of it. Um, and all during that weekend, I think I wrote and told you I was suspecting Trey had pinworms. And uh, my last tape, I guess, was made before we went to Vicenza. And um, the Monday we left, I finally took a stool specimen in him because they would not treat Trey for pinworms unless we had some hard evidence, you know, an egg or a worm or something. And I had done the thing on his fanny with the little paddle and I had done the scotch tape thing and I had, you know, tried to look and hadn't seen anything, but yet the severe itching could only have been caused by pinworms. So Monday before we left, on Monday afternoon, I took a stool specimen in and sure enough it came up that he had pinworms. So they decided that they would treat the whole family. So what we did Tuesday morning, well, we went to Vicenza Monday after lunch, and um, on the way in, we stopped by at the sports shop and bought me a pair of new skis and bindings, which my Christmas present. And we went to the little gift shop, Franco's. Um, there, somebody that Jim knows at work wanted him to bring them back something, and while in there, I found what I wanted to get John for Christmas. I wanted to get him an alabaster chest set, but I hadn't found it for the price I wanted to pay. I knew that they had them in Volterra, but I didn't want to drive all the way down there for just a chest set. So I found what I wanted there, and I was able to pick that up, and then we went out to Camisano. I wanted to hit the gold factory before it closed at 7.30, but it was Monday was closed all day Monday, so we missed that. And uh, then we went out to dinner, and went home. We were lucky we were able to stay there on post in the guest house. 
which is the same place we it was temporary quarters when we first got to Vicenza three years ago and now they've made it into like guest housing where they have made service and they have TV and you know the kitchen and three bedrooms living room just like a regular apartment so we stayed there and uh, the next morning we had to start our, our worm treatment and what it is is you take a pill uh, let me well let me go check the name of it daddy may be familiar with it it's called Vermox and we took a pill that morning for breakfast and then it says what you have to do is the next morning which would be Wednesday morning you had to change all the sheets and wash all the bed clothes wash all the pajamas vacuum the bedrooms for several days after that do not sweep because it can cause the eggs to rise in the air and be ingested make sure you change underwear daily um, I cleaned all the bathrooms thoroughly for a couple days uh, and then 14 days later you have to take another pill same way and then do all that stuff about changing the beds and everything and vacuuming and all that so it seemed like you know I was cleaning house for three days constantly and when I changed the bed clothes I washed everything bed pads mattress um, spreads you know now that winter's here with two blankets on every bed and you're talking about five beds it was a job but I think evidently it has worked because we finished our treatment last week and Trey has had no itching since he started the treatment so I assume it has worked uh, but I'm glad that's over with so back to Vicenza while we were there Jim had a meeting at Tuesday morning so Lauren still had chicken pox and I bundled the three kids into the car and oh it was cold up there and I tried to hit as many factories as I could that morning, left out bright and early, and let Lauren stay in the car, and the car stayed warm. Let her stay in the car, and she colored red books. And she was really good, and I took Susan and Trey in stores with me. Went to the gold factory and stocked up on a lot of stuff. I wanted to get some nice gold earrings, uh, a pair for Susan to get, get a later date, and then a pair for um, Lauren for when she gets her ears pierced because I'll probably never be able to find them at that price again. And and I got Pam a pair of gold earrings too for Christmas. That was her big Christmas present from us. Um, then I went to the purse factory and oh I picked up stuff too for Camilla and uh, Sylvia. And I went to the purse factory and bought myself three bags and bought Camilla a couple. Then went out to the ceramic factory. I went to Larry's and I got three piggy banks. I got one for Trey. You remember the girls' piggy banks that have their names written on them? Well, I got one for Trey and then I got two for baby gifts. And by that time, I didn't get to Zen's or anything. It was, um, it was closed. It, time to go back. It was 12.30. So we went back and kids and I had lunch at the club and saw a lot of people I knew. Remember Nob Flores, the Japanese fella married to Laurie? I don't know if I told you, they're separated. Remember them from Bridge in Vicenza? They're separated. I don't know if they're divorced, but they're separated. He's still there, talked to him, you know, saw a lot of other people I knew. And Jim joined us for lunch and then after lunch we hit the PX and Commissary, Toyland, 
and uh, came home. While we were there, we left Lauren in the car sitting there in the commissary parking lot while we went in the commissary in PX. And she had to go potty and poo-poo and there was nobody there to take her. So she went in her pants and, you know, it was like diarrhea. It was gross and Jim got all upset with her. And so I had to take her into the bathroom and clean her up, just threw her panties away. And, uh, was, you know, all down her legs. Poor child, she had the chicken pox and then she poo-pooed in her pants. Remind me that time Susan did it in the car and had made Jim go in the suitcase and get her some fresh pants and he was cussing the whole time because he had to do that and it just really did irritate me. Uh, I told him, I said, here I've had the kids all morning long shopping with them and you know, not blowing my cool and she does this in her pants and you, uh, you go to pieces. You can't even take a little poo-poo in the pants. <laughs> so he, he got a little irritated. Um, but we did some shopping there, and then we left like mid-afternoon and came home. So it, it was a nice trip. I got most of my Christmas shopping wrapped up there. And, uh, you know, I was glad I went because I had been telling Jim I needed to go. I wanted to do some shopping at least one more time before we left Italy. I wanted to get up to Vicenza and hit some of the factories. And um, we hadn't been since September of last year. So it had been over a year since we'd been up there. While I was there, I, I saw advertised the Wives Club up there has put out a shopping guide with, uh, well, I say the Wives Club. Two of the women in the Wives Club have done it, and they've copyrighted it, and they're selling it for $4.50 of 90 factories in the area. Um, and Anita bought one when she was up there recently. She bought one for herself, and she bought one for the Wives Club and donated it. So for people to use, you know, who are going up there. So I thought that was really nice of her to do. Um, so it was a nice little trip. And then we got back. And the next weekend, I'm trying to think, okay. Then Lauren got over the chicken pox. I kept her out of school all that week. And she went back to school on... Monday, and Susan and Trey both broke out with chicken pox. Oh, by the way, she did get your card and your $3. Thanks very much for thinking about her. Uh, by the time it came, Susan and Trey were the ones with chicken pox, and Susan got her nose out of joint because she didn't have anything from you, and she was the one with the chicken pox. But Susan and Trey broke out the night before Thanksgiving. So luckily, you know, I had been expecting it about that time. I had gone and gotten my turkey and um, gotten everything I needed to go with it. Barbara Androsik and I had said that we were expecting our kids to break out the same time because both Julie and Lauren had broken out the same night. So we were expecting, you know, the other kids all to break out at the same time, which in the Thanksgiving time frame. And uh, it's tradition here to go to the mess hall with your families to eat Thanksgiving dinner. They really put on the spread, you know, like you can feed a whole family for six bucks, and it's just everything you can imagine. And you dress up, the men wear dress blues and everything, and the mess hall's open all afternoon. And we were gonna go there, but she and I were, you know, both expecting the chicken pox, we decided that we would eat together, you know, pool our resources, and I was gonna provide the turkey, and she had a roast, and uh, we had already planned, you know, who was gonna bake what. 
And as it turned out, her two boys didn't break out until Friday after Thanksgiving, so they went ahead and went to the mess hall, and we stayed here and uh, had dinner. Uh, Susan was miserable. She, poor child, she, I thought Lauren's case was bad because Lauren had a lot on her. In fact, she's going to have to be scarred right above her eyebrows. She had a real bad one. But Susan, from her knees up, did not, excluding her face and her arms, did not have a square inch of skin that did not have a sore. And a lot of big ones. In fact, I took a picture of her with the camera. And I, but I should have probably taken the picture a couple of days sooner than I did because by then, you know, it looked better than it had. But she was miserable. She itched so bad, and she just was miserable. We finally took her in to the hospital Friday morning and got some Benadryl prescribed for her. And she took the whole bottle in a couple of days. But she really was bad off. Trey had very few. He had a, several around his neck area and a couple on the side of his face. And, maybe one or two in his hair, but very few on his torso, maybe four or five. You know, he didn't have as many on his whole body as Susan had, say, on one leg. Uh, just a very light case, didn't itch. The only time he wanted lotion was when he saw Susan getting it. Occasionally he'd say, well, can I have some too? But very light case, never slowed down at all. Um, but I sent, they came down with it, like I said, on Wednesday night, and I sent them back to school the next Thursday after that, so they were home. They only missed three days of school. Um, so now they're recovered from that, and Susan has been sick all this week with an intestinal blockage. She started complaining of a stomach ache last Sunday night. And you know, Susan has stomach aches all the time. Kids are always complaining about stomach aches. You know, I always tell them it's gas, go to the bathroom, whatever. And Susan is one of the world's worst complaining about stomach aches, and I always tell her, well, get in the trap position. Um, but she complained about this when she went to bed, and she woke up during the night complaining, and the next morning she was still complaining. And it seemed to be, you know, I had her pointed out to me, and it seemed to be on the right side. And I got concerned about appendicitis because I know how badly Stephen was this past summer. You know, he almost died with his. Um, but yet she was running no fever. I hadn't been vomiting or anything. So I went ahead and took her in. And uh, the doctor said that it was what well, he felt like it was an intestinal blockage. And he gave prescribed colace for her to take as a stool softener. And... Uh, so she stayed home Monday, and she moaned and groaned. Tuesday, I sent her back to school, and I wrote a, a note to her teacher telling her, you know, she had a stomachache, she was on medication, and I felt like, you know, it was better for her to be at school and then be at home moping around. Well, they called me at 9 o'clock that morning to come pick her up, so I had to go pick her up, bring her home. Uh, Wednesday, I sent her back to school. I stopped by, I was on post, stopped by around lunchtime to see how she was doing. And she said, you know, she felt a little better, but her stomach still was hurting. Now, she went ahead and went to scouts. But last night, she finally had a BM. So uh, she felt, you know, it alleviated the problem. So evidently, he was right in his diagnosis. But you know what I found funny? Is she had had a BM Sunday night, and it was right after she had it that the pain started. Uh, but she's still taking the colace. He said, you know, after she, the pain is alleviated for her to take it two or three um more nights. So I'm going to have her take it tonight and tomorrow night. 
uh, maybe the night after that too because I've got seven days worth. But it's the first time that it ever happened to her. You know, normally my kids don't have any problem going potty. Um, you remember Trey though on the trip, how he held his um, for a week, you know, just did one little arbel. Or was it a week, ten days? And then we got in the tub after we got back just, you know, to hold that out. Well, this week too, Trey was a little constipated. I had must have put him on the potty, oh, five or six times, and he didn't go. In like two days there, he didn't go. And so the night of the second day, I had put him on, you know, several times, and he hadn't been able to do anything, but, you know, not complaining or crying or anything. He just said, I can't go. So I told Jim, I said, well, you know, we'll give him a bath tonight, and the bath ought to relax him. So put him in the bath, and Lauren was in there in the bathroom with him, and Jim and I were out, and Lauren came running in and said, Mama, Trey poo-pooed in the, in, the to in the bath. And sure enough, we went in there. And he's standing there. He just looked real sheepish, you know, not knowing what we were going to do to him. He was standing there kind of playing with his penis and all these huge, you know, poo-poos in the water. So uh, I know that's what had happened. He'd been clogged up, too. And, uh, you know, the water had relaxed him, but we didn't scald him or anything. And we just, Jim just cleaned it out, and we cleaned him off. And... Uh, you know, told him it was okay, we were glad he'd gone, you know, glad he felt better, and, you know. So, I'm trying to think what it is the kids ate that stopped him up like that. Because um, all I can think of is the thing they had Sunday night was waffles, but, you know, waffles really shouldn't have stopped him up too much. But everybody is okay now. Jim's got a cold, which is, he normally doesn't uh, come down with colds. Especially, well, when normally when the family has them, he does not get them. But now he's got one and nobody else has one, thank goodness. We, the kids have been really cold-free all winter. I think this is Jim's first one, and I had one back in the fall, early fall, so we've been pretty, pretty good health. Uh, let's see what else is happening here. Golly, I hadn't taped you all in so long. So our Thanksgiving was very quiet. We stayed at home. We did make it to the Framer in Livorno one day and picked up some things. And uh, we tried to start couples bridge group up again. We had everybody over Friday night. Uh, Zieglers are the only ones who you would know from last year. And there's two new couples. One is the Protestant chaplain. And uh, the other is a retired Air Force fellow. He's a civilian employee now. I think he was enlisted in the Air Force. But I had met his wife several times. She's just a doll. And I had never met him. He's kind of quiet. but. Uh, so we've got four couples to play, and I'm hoping, you know, after the first of the year, we can start meeting on a monthly basis. But I, I wanted to go ahead and, and get everybody together. I felt like, I know Thanksgiving weekend was kind of slow for us. I thought, well, maybe it might be for other people. And uh, everybody was able to come and play, and we seemed to have a good time. Um, made several things that were in the cookbook. Um, that were good. Made one cheese ball in there, and I made one of the dips in there, and I made one of the desserts in there. I haven't done too much cooking in the cookbook. Um, I, it's, I haven't had the inclination to try out a lot of new recipes for dinner during the week because so often Jim doesn't make it home for supper, and by the time he gets home at 7.30 or 8 o'clock, you know, everything would be dried out, and I just, just don't have the inclination to really go all out. And, and try to do a lot of new things lately. Uh, Camilla, though, has done a lot of sh uh, cooking in the cookbook. She has really made a lot of the things in there. 
Uh, so Thanksgiving was kind of quiet for us, and uh, what if we we did? Oh, I'm trying to think over the thanks. No, um, before we got to see the Alabama, the Auburn Georgia game when it was on. That was before Thanksgiving, though. Um, there are a few TVs on post. The rec center has one. The club has one. Uh, the VIP suite, which is for colonels and above to stay at, has one. And we were lucky to get into the VIP suite, the Mounts, the Schultzes, us, and uh, another major who's not married were able to get in and see the Auburn-Georgia game. And then we were able to get in last Saturday night, too, and see the Auburn-Alabama game. Uh, the Schultzes and us and uh, the sergeant we know who's from Huntsville. So the five of us were there and then the Mounts had been to another party and they dropped in afterwards and to see it too. But it, we really enjoyed it, you know, seeing the football games. Uh, of course, they come, don't come on until 9.30, so they after 1 o'clock before we got home, which makes for a late night, especially when you have to get up for church the next morning. But it was nice to be able to see them, see how well Auburn was playing. They really did well this year. Um, I didn't think they played too well against Alabama, especially that first half, but at least they won. That's the bottom line. Uh, so that was nice that we got to do that. We have been getting ready for Christmas. I got all the Christmas decorations out Hall uh, Halloween. Thanksgiving weekend, since we were home, I figured that was a good time to do it. I was just so upset. Everything, you know, I had all my stuff downstairs and just had mold and mildew on about everything. I was having to clean off ornaments and clean off candles. The candles were a mess. Had to throw a lot of stuff away. Um, stuff the kids had made, you know, like in preschool years. Keepsake type stuff. It just molded and mildewed beyond repair. Aunt uh, Agnes had made us this little elf that, oh, I don't know, a couple feet high. That's real cute. I used to sit it on the radiator in Vicenza and um, real cute little Christmas elf. It was just all mildewed, so we threw it out too. But I told Jim when we take the stuff down this year, I am not going to stick it back under the house because I don't want it being shipped home in the summer mildew. We'll just have to put it on top of a wardrobe or something. I think we're going to have to rearrange pretty soon and get stuff put up so we can put more things up in the wardrobe. Of course, after Christmas, too, I'll, I've got a lot of gifts and things up on top of the wardrobes. So I'll have those down wrapped up under the tree. We should have some, some room. So the house looks nice, you know, with all the Christmas things. I've gotten so many compliments on my nativity set. No, I don't think you've ever seen it, Mother, because you've never spent Christmas with us. Uh, but I'm warning you right now, we're expecting you all to spend Christmas with us wherever we are next Christmas because it's our turn to spend it with the Brenneman side of the family, and you're going to come visit us. You've gone to see John, Ann, and Tripp, and I'll tell you right now, my nose will be out of joint if you don't come to our house. So put that down on your calendar for Christmas of 84. Uh, but I had this really pretty nativity set I did in ceramics soon after we were married. And I've got it on the buffet there in the front hall, and I've got a cloth spread out, and I've got the nativity set out. And oh, so many people have come in on it that have come in. Uh, this past weekend, we had, oh, it was a weekend to remember, had two going away parties. Friday night, 
um, we honored the sheets, the singers, and the halls. The sheets and singers left Monday, and the halls are leaving this weekend. Um, former two went back to the States, halls are going to Germany. So we had a going away party for them. We had 14 people for dinner and um, had a buffet style dinner. And what did I serve? Oh, served ham and a lot of salads. I think only one hot dish. Uh, a lot of stuff I could make up ahead of time, so it really wasn't too much work. Um, just the logistics of trying to feed 14 people. But the weekend before, we had had the Gourmet Dinner Club. I don't think I told you we belonged to a Gourmet Dinner Club. I had started it through the Wives Club back in September. And um, we pick a ethnic thing, a central dish or whatever if we want to work around and everybody brings a dish from that country or whatever and we meet at a person's at the hostess's house and everybody brings a dish to contribute. So I had it the weekend before and it was um, German. And we had 17 people here for dinner then. It was really too, too many people. In fact, we split into two groups after that because there were like four people, that four couples that weren't here. And it was just too many to have in one house for dinner. So we went ahead and split into two groups. But so I'd gotten a little practice in, you know, kind of a dry run of having 14 people in the house for a going away party. But the bad thing is, it's supposed to start at seven o'clock. And um, the Radosevichs called about a little after seven and Barbara said, Will was still at the office and uh, you know, she didn't know when he was coming home. But as soon as he got home, they'd be over there. So we held dinner up for them, and they didn't get to our house till almost eight. And I mean, everybody was almost about schnockered on wine. The two of first people drink a lot of wine anyway. We went, 14 people, we went through, I want to say eight liters of wine, six, six to eight liters of wine that night. And, um, you know, that's a lot of vino. And then I got really irritated one of the single fella, well I say single, his wife hasn't come, he's new, his wife hasn't come yet. The Sheets had asked me to invite him. All the people that were there, by the way, were 201st. Um, she had asked me to invite him. He had called and said he would come and he never showed up. And he hasn't called or